Hello, hello. It's me again. Are you guys sick of me yet? Getting there? You guys have had a lot of me the last few days. You had me talking yesterday. You have me talking today. You've done two different recipes with me. You guys got to be sick of me by now. That's okay. We got some more fun people coming the next couple of days. So you'll get a break from me, I promise. Today's mug of the day. Always a mug of the day. Whoop, whoop. Love it. If you're drinking coffee right now, cheers. Okay. So today's talk, yesterday I told you we were having a surprise topic today. And your surprise topic is getting healthy. F this. I love this one. Want to know why? Because it gets people's attention. So if you are just popping in, if you weren't in the group earlier, if you haven't seen the post, I actually did put a PDF in the group. So there is a PDF in the group, in the files. So if you go to Healthy at Home group, which you're there right now if you're watching me, um, and you go to the files, there is a document. It is a PDF that says getting healthy, F this. And it is a document that will help you follow along. So you're welcome to print that out. You are welcome to open it up on the computer or the phone to follow along. You're welcome to do it later, kind of walk through this with me and then go through it on your own afterwards. Any of those things are fine with me. Um, but either way, we're gonna kind of go through that sheet and we are gonna go through the different Fs in getting healthy, F this. Yay! Okay, so let's go ahead and get started. Always being respectful of your time, we're gonna kind of flow through this. So our conversation today, getting healthy, F this, we are going to go ahead and walk through the different Fs of getting healthy. And our first F is food. So we had a conversation yesterday about diets, diet trends, things like that. You guys have probably had just about the end of me talking about food. So we're gonna roll through this part really quickly. And if you have questions, we can go back at the end. But we're gonna start with food. So if you're following along on that document, you're on the first page, very top, it says food. You guys, when it comes to food, you have to be okay with sometimes. We have to be okay with sometimes because sometimes we eat bad food. It happens. It happens to everybody. It happens to the healthiest eating gurus anywhere. There's chocolate cake everywhere you go. Sometimes we eat bad food and that's okay. But it's not okay to eat bad food all the time. So we have to know the difference between sometimes and all the time. Okay? Pretty simple, right? So if you're looking at your focus points, it says focus points for healthier eating. That's what it says at the top of your page. There's three focus points I want you to worry about with food. And this is really gonna help you when you're starting to get healthy. So if you're thinking, oh, I might wanna go on a diet, skip that and go with this. Your first bullet point is get sugar conscious. We've talked about this a lot if you've been with me in my last couple talks. Get sugar conscious. What I mean by that is understand what you are eating that has sugar in it. Read labels. Skip the numbers. Go straight to the ingredients on the label. If there is sugar listed, and I have given you multiple ways sugar is listed in other conversations, right? Anything ending in O's, 
um, anything that's labeled as syrup, anything that's sugar, anything that says like cane juice, things like that. Those are all sugar. You guys, there's over a hundred different ways that they can list sugar. So if you don't know what it is and you're not sure, it's probably not real food anyways, so don't eat it. But get sugar conscious, so just understand where the sugar is. Then cut back, so bullet point number two, cut back on your sugar. So start eating less, find an alternative, and I don't mean fake sugar, don't eat fake sugar. Natural sugar, better option, okay? I'm outside, so if you can hear the wind over me, I apologize. Cut back on your sugar. Bullet point number three. This might be a newer one unless you were on my uh, shake making this morning. Focus on four. Okay, so your third bullet point under your focus points for healthier eating is focus on four. What do I mean by that? I mean protein, fat, fiber, and greens. That's your four. Okay? All right, walking down, we kind of went through these. So those are your first three bullet points, right? Your next section says get sugar conscious. So if you're following along on the PDF, your next section says get sugar conscious. Those are gonna be some of the things we just talked about. So your one, two, and three, your one is check the label. Check the labels, we've been through this, right? So I'm kind of flying through food because we've been through this a couple of times. Get familiar with the different ways sugar is listed. That's number two. Get familiar with how sugar is listed on the label. Anything ending in os, anything called syrup, cane juice, sugar, high fructose corn syrup, corn syrup, all the things, okay? That's all sugar. Get familiar with it. And then check for the amount of added sugars, okay? So that's where you're gonna go back up in the label to where the numbers are. And there'll be a little spot that says added sugars. Check that. If that's real high, throw it away. All right, your next section down says cut back on sugar. There's one, two, and three there. Number one, change brands. So when you are cutting back on sugar, the easiest, quickest thing to do is change brands. What I mean by that, if you are eating Jif peanut butter, yes, I'm calling out Jif peanut butter because there's sugar in it, switch to a brand that doesn't add sugar. You can still eat the product, just find a brand that doesn't add sugar. I have found that Target's brand, Good & Gather, which is their newer brand, it used to be something else, most of their stuff you can find without sugar added in things like peanut butter, almond butter, things like that, if that's helpful for you. So number one, under cut back on sugar, is change brands. Okay, it doesn't have to be, I'm not just talking peanut butter. Look at your frozen pizza, right? Look at your jarred sauces, so your marinara sauce or your spaghetti sauce that you're buying. Okay, number two, find alternatives, okay? So if you can't just switch brands, find an alternative solution. So find something else that you could use, right? If you pick up a bag of frozen veggies in some kind of sauce and you look at the ingredients and you're like oh crap there's a bunch of sugar in this find an alternative that might be hey just buy the plain veggies in no sauce and put some like real grass-fed butter on there and then some sea salt and roast it 
right? That's an alternative. It's the same thing. You just have to do a little extra cutting. That's all. Number three, cut back on sugars. We're on number three. Be smart with the sugar that you eat. Be smart with the sugar that you eat. Okay? You're reducing added sugars first. Eat fruit earlier in the day. Fruit is good. Fruit is healthy. Fruit, the sugar in fruit is attached to fiber. That's good. However, there is a lot of sugar in fruit. So eat your servings of fruit earlier in your day so that throughout the day you're burning it off. Quick little trick for you. And then decide what you are having before you have it. Know what you're gonna eat that day. Don't let it creep up on you. So if you plan ahead and know, okay, I'm eating these things today. So if I'm gonna plan and say, okay, here's what I'm gonna eat today. And for a snack, I know I'm gonna want almonds and dark chocolate. And so that's gonna be my sugar for the day, right? And yours might be, oh, I know I'm gonna go out to lunch today or they're catering lunch at the office today and they always get us dessert. So I'm gonna make sure that I don't have any sugar for breakfast so that I can eat the dessert because it's always really good. And I'm gonna have the dessert at the office catering and then at dinner I'll make sure I don't have any. Plan ahead. Cool? Bottom of your page, if you're following along the PDF, bottom of the page, focus on four. Those are the four I told you. Protein, fat, healthy fat, fiber, greens. Those four things are going to help regulate your blood sugar. Those four things are going to allow your blood sugar to go like this and then like this. That gives you more time between your meals where you're not craving carbs and sugar, where your body can finish the process of digesting and burn more calories between meals. If you don't control your blood sugar, so you have your bagel with cream cheese for breakfast, your blood sugar goes whoop, and if it goes like that, it's gonna come back down the same way, bam. Then you want more carbs. You hit that carb craving, you do the same thing, okay? Your body is designed to know when it's looking for something. It's looking for quick energy. When it drops like that, it wants quick energy. Your body is aware that quick energy is carbs, but quick energy means you go straight up and then you come straight back down. Protein, fat, fiber, greens. You go up slow, you come down slow. Clean protein, whether it's powder, whether it's meat, whatever you're using as protein, okay? Peanut butter is not protein. It is, but it's very minimal and it's not. So stop eating a peanut butter jelly sandwich and telling me you're eating protein. Stop it. No, no. Um, that's a whole nother tangent. I'm staying off the tangents today, you guys. Fat is healthy fat. Avocado, nut butters, nuts, um, MCT oil, if you're a whole foods kind of person, coconut oil, fiber is gonna be fiber, right? So you can use chia seed, flax seed, things like that to add to things, um, and then greens. Duh. Spinach, kale, whatever you can find. Okay, cool. You guys, if you have to, I'm a big fan of drinking your breakfast because if you start with those four things at the beginning of the day, your blood sugar is gonna come up nice and slow and go down nice and slow. So you're gonna have more time and you're not gonna start your day in that vicious cycle and have to fight your way out of it by the time you get to like mid-morning and then lunch and then you're still fighting those cravings. 
So I'm a big fan of starting in the morning. If you have time to make yourself a spinach and chicken and uh, tomato and broccoli omelet or whatever you want to do so that you're getting all those things, by all means, make the omelet. You don't have to drink your breakfast. However, for most of us who are like busy parents or full-time workers in the office and we're just trying to like wake up and get out of the house, drink your breakfast, okay? I don't care how, I don't care what kind of protein powder you use, but you're gonna need protein powder of some kind, make sure it's clean, protein, fat, fiber, greens. Put it all into a shake, blend it up and drink it on your way to work, you're good to go. Cool, okay, moving on from food because we had a whole food talk yesterday. So if you want more digging deep into food stuff, you tune back into yesterday's talk. We're moving on. If you're following along in the PDF, we are on page two. The second F in getting healthy F this is focus. Focus, mindset. Things you need to remember when we are talking about focus. We're gonna go back to what I said at the beginning. Sometimes we eat bad things and sometimes we miss our workout. And sometimes we're stressed out, but that's sometimes, it's not all the time. We tend to get really bad all or nothing mindsets when it comes to health and wellness. We don't get that anywhere else, right? It's not like all or nothing with the laundry. No, we're always gonna have laundry. It's gonna keep piling up. It's just, that's how it works. It's not all or nothing with the emails at work. No, that's impossible. It's not all or nothing with your health and wellness. We get this like, oh, I'm going on a diet. Oh shoot, I ate a cookie. I failed the whole diet. I better wait till next year and I'll set a resolution. That's, you guys, that's BS. Knock it off. It's not all or nothing. You guys, I want you to think of it this way. If your favorite, who, whoever your favorite football team, I don't know who's watching this, so I'm not picking teams. Though I have a favorite and no one likes me for it. So if you are considering all or nothing, I want you to think about your favorite football team. If your favorite football team went onto the field with an all or nothing mentality and the other team scored a touchdown. Do they just walk off the field with three and a half quarters left to play? If your team had an all or nothing mentality, they'd go, oh crap, they scored. We're done. We're out. See you next season. And walk off the field with three and a half quarters left to go. Are they leaving? Hell no. They're pissed. They go back on the field going, oh no, I'm gonna kick some ass now. They don't walk off the field. You don't walk off the field because you ate a cookie. Suck it up and eat better the next day. You don't give up on your entire exercise program because you missed a workout. Who cares? Get back to it the next day. There's a difference between people who succeed and people who do not succeed when it comes to diets, when it comes to workouts. The difference is that the people who succeed, they miss days too. They just start up again. They just get right back to it. The best way to get around this is to start celebrating your small victories. 
Take your tiny victories and celebrate them. If you walk past the candy dish in the office and you didn't take anything out of it, and normally you would, that's a win. Give yourself some credit. If somebody brought donuts into work every single Saturday and this Saturday you were finally like, nope, not having a donut. If this Saturday you skip the donut, give yourself some credit, that's a win. That's a win. Celebrate your wins. Celebrate the small ones because all those little tiny wins, they lead to a big one. They lead to the big wins. That's where you get the big wins. On your document. So if you're on the PDF, it was me. Sorry, my dogs. She likes to bark. If you're on the document, you're on page two. We're talking about focus, right? Things to remember. Sometimes we eat bad food. That's bullet point number one. Bullet point number two. Small victories make big differences. So what you're gonna do is there's a nice little table there and you're gonna list out three, this is three, <laughs> you're gonna list out three small victories that you are going to get and how you are going to reward yourself. Please don't reward yourself with food, you are not a dog. Small victory, I hit, I did my workout, I went for my run, I did whatever every single day this week, just like I planned. I am buying new leggings. I don't know. I am taking an hour to myself on Saturday because I got through all of the things. Roz, shh, it's fine. She wants to be part of the conversation too. So I want you to write down those wins and how you're rewarding yourself. Okay? Moving on, about halfway down the page. I want you to understand that your decision to get healthy has absolutely nothing to do with a calendar. Shh. Enough. Your decision to get healthy, nothing to do with a calendar. I know we all love New Year's resolutions and we're like, oh yeah, next year I'm going to do this and I'm going to do, you guys, that's bogus. Just start tomorrow. The dates on the calendar have nothing to do with you getting healthy. It doesn't matter if it's December 25th and you're like, it's Christmas and I'm just going to wait. No, you're not. Start tomorrow. It doesn't matter if it's midsummer and you're like, well, I guess I'll work on my summer body next year. No. Do it now. Or you're going to feel a lot worse next year. The longer you wait, the harder it is to get started. So there's another beautiful little table at the bottom of that page. And I want you to write down two of your biggest hurdles. So the two things that are going to be big hurdles for you and you know it because we all know what they are, right? If we're parents, it's time. It's time where my kids aren't all over me or time where I'm not at work and not bringing the kids to practice or whatever. If we're working full time in a very intense job, again, it's probably time or how do I get somewhere? What am I going to do? It could be you know, that you just haven't started yet. And you're like, I just don't know where to start. That's going to be my number one hurdle is starting. I want you to write down two of your biggest hurdles and how you are going to get over them. If you don't know how to get over them, that's when you call in help. Someone you trust. I don't care if it's a friend who's just really good at this and already does it. I don't care if it's a health coach, a personal trainer, whatever you need. You call that person and say, here's my hurdle. What's your suggestion? How do I get over it? Help me out. You guys, resets are a real thing and it's okay to do that. Resets are absolutely a real thing. 
If your phone goes crazy, you turn it off and turn it back on. It's okay to do that with your body, right? You're not going to turn off the phone and be like, well, I'll turn it on next year. No, you turn it off, you wait 30 seconds, and you turn it back on. You miss your workout? Okay, let me just sit here for 10 seconds. Let me sit here for 10 minutes, however long it takes. Feel sorry for myself. Get over it and understand that I'm starting again tomorrow. It's okay to do that. All right, moving on. Flipping to the next page. This is our last page. So we are on page three if you are following along. So we are on page three of Getting Healthy F This, our PDF that is in the files in the group, right? So we're on page three, last page. We have two more Fs to get through. I'm really bad with my numbers today, two. Our third F is fitness. Yay, fitness. Okay. You guys, fitness, exercise, workout, if those words make you nauseous, I totally get it. Don't think of it that way. Please just get up. Just move. That's all I'm asking. That's all you have to do. Just get up and move. Simple as that. I could go on for four days about all the things you could do, right? If it's nice out, you can go outside. You can go for a walk, run, jog, skip, hike, bike, rollerblade, scooter, skateboard, you could play on the playground with your kids. You could play soccer in the backyard. You could run laps around your yard. You could run around cones. You could do video programs. You could find a run club, a walk club. You could join a volleyball league, a sand volleyball league, indoor, outdoor, uh, baseball league. You guys, I could go on for days and days and days and you would be like, shut up. You probably already are, right? I get it. I'm just saying, just get up. It's not that hard. And I know we all want to be like, well, I just don't know what to do to exercise. Then don't think of it as exercise. Get your butt off the couch and walk around the house. Go down the stairs, go up the stairs, down the stairs, up the stairs. Voila, you moved. You exercised. Congratulations. That's all you got to do. So if you are on page three of your document, it says just get up and you are going to list three things that you can do to just get up and move. Three things, bullet points one, two, and three, you're gonna list them out and write anything you're gonna do that's gonna have you move. Simple as that. So if you wanna dig into that a little bit deeper, there is research that tells us that HIT, which is high intensity interval training, is the best bang for your buck when we're talking about your health. This is also true with what they consider to be lit, which is low intensity interval training. Either of those things is gonna be best bang for your buck. You guys, you need 20 minutes a day, four to five days a week. So if you're like, I just need structure, I need something that I can do that's quick, hit or lit, high intensity or low intensity, 20 minutes a day, four to five days a week, I guarantee you can find them free on YouTube, you can find them on virtual streaming programs, wherever. Also, if you're gonna do that, you wanna keep moving on your off days. Don't forget that. You don't have to go crazy, but move on the off days. Now, I need you to commit to something. Commit to something. I don't care what it is. Commit to something, right? So whatever you're gonna commit to, to get up and move, you wanna do that now. And so I want you to write down on that third page, add it to your calendar, write it down on here, but what are you committing to? What are you committing to? Is it a walk 
every day? Is it I'm gonna walk my dog four days a week? Is it I'm gonna go rollerblading? I'm gonna do this 5K in September or whatever. I'm gonna join a team, I don't care. But commit to something and add it to your calendar. I also want you to think about when I miss a day, what am I gonna do to shake that off? And I want that written down. So when I miss a day, cause you're gonna miss a day, you are gonna miss a day. I don't care why, but you're gonna miss a day. Eventually it happens to all of us. You are going to miss a day. So when you miss a day, how are you gonna shake it off? What are you gonna do? Write it down. We are on the very last F of getting healthy F this. If you're following along in your document, we're on page three at the very bottom and our last F is friends. What the hell does friends have to do with my fitness? All the things it has to do with all the things. There is a whole heck of a lot of research that tells us that people who are in support groups or people who have a fitness, exercise, workout, movement partner are way more likely to succeed and stick with it. Way more likely. So you need friends that support you, okay? This is your support. Seek this out. Here's the unfortunate thing that I'm going to tell you. Your support, your friends who are supporting you in your fitness, health, wellness, whatever journey are not who you think they are. They're more than likely not the person you want them to be. We always want to be like, oh, I have support at home. Like my partner supports me. They might support you and that's great, but they're not the support that you need. Unless you guys are going through it together and you have decided that you two are going to do this, they are not the support that you need. It's not the same. They can be like, oh yeah, good for you, but I'm going to have this for dinner. Oh, that's great, but I'm not going to do that. I don't like to run. I'm good with this bod. I don't need to change. But you go ahead. That's wonderful, but that's not the support that you need. More than likely, your support is going to come from somebody you may not know. It might be a coworker at the office who's also trying to do the same thing, right? A coworker at the office that has similar, similar goals to you. It might be somebody you meet in one of your group classes. It might be somebody you meet in a run group. It might be somebody you meet at the grocery store while you guys are both looking for the same kind of bananas. I don't know. But your support usually isn't your closest friends because your closest friends have been with you for a very long time and they didn't sign up for this whole transformation thing you're going through. So they can be like, yeah, good for you, but that's not really where I'm at. It's nice of people to say, oh yes, I'm with you. That's great, I support you. But you need that person that's gonna come out to lunch with you and not order a burger and fries in front of you, especially when you get started. External support is 100% necessary when you start. Some type of support. Maybe you hire your support. Maybe your support is a personal trainer who's like, yep, I'm with you. Yep, I'll take you out to lunch. Yep, let's go. Yep, let's go do our workout today. Oh, you're going to go to this class today? It might be that person and that's fine, but you need external support and it's not somebody at home telling you, oh, that's great. You're going to try this. I'm not eating that. That's different. So on your document, on page three at the very bottom where it says, seek this out, 
I want you to write down three different places that you think you can find support. And if you think that's at work because somebody else might have a similar goal as you, then write that down. If you think it's at home because your partner's gonna wanna do the same thing as you, like yes, we are engaged, we're getting married, we both wanna look good and feel good on the honeymoon and at the wedding, like we're in this together, then great, absolutely. But if you two have a little bit different goals and they're just good being how they are, but if you wanna do it great, that is not the support you need. Don't write that down. So three different places that you can find support and then go look for it. You guys, that's all the things. That's all the things for getting healthy. We went through our getting healthy F this, food, fitness, focus, friends. Food, fitness, focus, friends. Those are all the Fs that you need to start getting healthy. Go out there and find those things and have some fun with it. Always have fun while you're getting healthy. If it's not fun, then you're doing it wrong. If it doesn't taste good, then you cooked it wrong. There is a way to cook it to make it taste good. There is things you can do to make it fun. There are good people out there that are trying to do the same thing you are that will actually support you. Stick with it. You got this. Stick around. 1.30 today we have bar. If you've always wanted to try it, you need to log on. It's going to be super fun. 1.30 we have bar. I will be back at 8 o'clock tonight to tell you what's coming tomorrow. And you need to know what's coming tomorrow because um, you're going to love it. See you.